Nobody knows this stuff better than me. Nobody knows more about taxes than I do and income than I do. Nobody, Nobody knows, knows more about, about construction than I do. Nobody knows more about campaign finance than I do. I know more about drones than anybody. Nobody knows much more about technology, this type of technology, certainly, than I do. Nobody knows more about technology than me. Nobody in the history of this country has ever known so much about infrastructure as Donald Trump. I know the H-1B, I know the H-2B, nobody knows it better than me. I know more about ISIS than the generals do, believe me. I understand things, I comprehend very well, okay? Better than, I think, almost anybody. And by the way, who knew the other side of the picture better than me? I knew it. Nobody knows more about environmental impact statements than me. I understand the power of Facebook. Maybe better than almost anybody. I know more about renewables than any human being on Earth. Nobody knows more about polls than me. I know more about courts than any human being on Earth. I know more about steel workers than anybody that's ever run for office. I know more about golf than Obama knows. Nobody knows more about banks than I do. Nobody knows more about trade than me. Well, obviously, he doesn't know about nuclear weapons. I know more about nuclear weapons than he'll ever know. I understand the tax laws better than almost anyone. Who knows more about lawsuits than I do? I'm the king. I know more about offense and defense than they will ever understand. And nobody even understands it but me. It's called devaluation. I understand money better than anybody. I understand the system better than anybody. Yeah. Nobody knows more about debt than I do. Nobody knows the game better than me. I know more about contributions than anybody. And who knows more about the word apprentice than Donald Trump? I understand politicians better than anybody. Nobody knows politicians better than me. Who knows the other side better than me? Who knows the other side better than me? I think I know more about the other side than almost anybody. And I understand the other side. Perhaps I understand it better than anybody else. I was the fair-haired boy. Nobody knows more about it than me. I know more than these politicians. These guys don't know anything. I know a lot. I know more than I'm ever going to tell you. The truth is I'm actually a modest person. Yeah. Very modest. It's true. I love it. I love it. And I'll, I just got to say, it's right. <laughs> Look at what he's doing. He has upset the apple cart all over the world. Everything he just said is true. <laughs> and he's not, it's not hyperbole. It's not exaggeration. He really does. <laughs> he is the blessed of the Lord, the anointed. So he's got, he is, he does. He does. It, it's really shocking. So it's really great news to know that we, and also not only does he know it, but he is trustworthy. He is fighting for us, taking all the slings and arrows for us. It's just amazing. I'm so thankful for him and all that he is doing and the, and the wonderful Q Army. If you are new here, I'm Melissa Red, tell the world. This is the Freedom Force Battalion. Welcome. We look at the Q post, the current events, and the Trump tweets in the light of God's word. And you know what? We're here on Rumble, and nobody can tell me what to say and what I can't say. <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Goodbye to YouTube. I don't want to have you in my life. <laughs> I just, I'm over it. I'm over Twitter. I'm over all of it. So I've got so many things to show you. But first of all, let's talk about the president on rumble. Let's get it ready to rumble. So make sure that you are over there. So he now has 384,000 subscribers. Now, interestingly enough, he had 935,000 who saw the video, but only 384,000 subscribed. So let's make sure to subscribe and put on the notifications. I'm going to show you how to do that now. Here we go. When you go to rumble, you see the little ham. I think they call it a hamburger. 
it's like two buns and a, and a piece of meat in the, in the middle. Those three bars right there. When you go right here, you'll see that that right there. You, when you click on it, you will see um, that comes up with this, this screen that shows you notifications. Let me make this a little bit bigger. You'll see here subscriptions, sorry, not, not notifications, subscriptions. So when you go to subscriptions, you'll see all your subscriptions here. Let me go back and show you now. You want to go to the Donald Trump subscription and it should say, you know, it's unsubscribe, which you don't want to do and click on. And then you will get a notification. Likely, I think it's just on your email when he sends out a video. All right, so that's what you want to do. You don't have to have, you know, a lot of them to uh, notif notified, have mine notified, <laughs> notify you. But anyway, make sure that his notifications are on. And so then you will know whenever he posts a video. So he's over here on Rumble. So that's really exciting. I feel like they have moved us kind of in this direction. And I, I posted this on my Telegram. Like why, when I posted my bit shoot, did, my, did the image not appear? never has done that before. It always shows the image. It's as if they're just like gently saying, let's not use BitChute. Let's just everybody go to Rumble. And he's here. So I'll tell you, YouTube is over. And little by little is we're going to have more and more over here. And everybody's going to realize, you know what? People don't have to worry about what they say over here on Rumble. We can have peace and we can just, you know, speak our minds over here and not hold up a little piece of paper. So exciting. I'm so thankful that he's here. And I feel like Telegram is the next one. He's going to be here on Telegram. Some people think he is, but I'm saying that Don, a Donald J. Trump account will be here uh, and Twitter will be bye-bye. Love it. Love it. All right. So here, that's how you do that. So make sure that you jump in there with him. Now, I wanted to show you something that I had done talking about big tech big aggravation, big tech. So I'm going to show you this video that I watched. This is from a, 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 a documentary called some, some kind of social media, what do you call it? Social dilemma. So this young lady is talking about the social dilemma. She, they're all well-spoken. They're all techies from Silicon Valley. And they're talking about how social media is to, is directing people here and directing people there and, and, and causing division here and, 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 uh, uh, you know, the algorithms are set up so that they can have one thing show up and another not show up and totally tipping the scales in favor of one over the other. And they're bemoaning that. They're saying this is shouldn't be, we shouldn't have it do that. You know, that's not fair. But then in the same token, then she comes up and says, oh, we, um, <laughs> we, we need to tip the scales in the favor of, of science. People shouldn't have an opinion when it's science, all of a sudden science is God and we'd have to do whatever they say on science. Okay. Okay. So I want you to hear what she has to say. To own the algorithm, even if TikTok is sold. And I I'm sorry, let me back up. She had, she's the one who manages these algorithms. She's one of the ones. Okay. To own the algorithm, even if TikTok is sold. And I just made the obvious data science point that recommendation engines can be manipulated. And I just outlined how if I control TikTok's algorithm, I and I know there's like an anti-vaxxing viral video or a cluster of viral videos around anti-vaxxing, I could amplify those in the recommendation engine, or I could diminish the, I could, you know, de-emphasize them. Um, and I think of that as a good thing personally, because I know that like meetup.com, um, they ad hoc 
changed their recommendation engine to make it less sexist. And that's one something I want to see. Um, you see, I, I would say that um, the, the thing that's most disingenuous about Zuckerberg's travels to Congress is this idea that by doing nothing, he's somehow being objective. Um, what she doesn't understand is that he can't go up there and say, oh, we're 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 putting our thumb on the scale. We're 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 allowing these posts and not these other posts for two reasons. One is called the Constitution. The Constitution says free speech. OK, we have the freedom of speech. We have the freedom to speak our minds and that they have a, this thing called section. I think it's 230 that if they do, uh, uh, if they put their thumb on the scale, then they've become a um, editor, basically, of the items that are on Facebook. And then they can be held liable for whatever is on there. OK, I'm not talking about if somebody is posting something of, you know, trafficking or posting something that is, you know, uh, I'm not talking about, you know, harming children or something, something like that. I'm talking about just a, when people share their opinion about a given subject and when they say, oh, well, we don't allow certain the, these certain subjects, these, this opinion, then they've become the editor and they can be held liable. And they have broken the Constitution the freedom of speech. And she's as well-spoken as she is, she doesn't clearly understand this. And she doesn't understand why he is doing that. As you also heard, she's saying, well, we should clearly ban these uh, anti-vaccine uh, comments because they clearly are against science and we, we must remove them. Again, if, if, it's, if, if we have free speech, we have free speech. And you aren't the one who gets to choose what is allowed speech and what is not okay so yeah all right so let's keep going i want you to hear the rest by not you know putting his thumb on the scale um that's somehow a the default and uh, the most reasonable suggestion to do no it is uh he acts as if it's value free but it's actually of course value laden what he's saying is that the the results of the choices we've made in and in, in maximizing engagement as tim mentioned which of course Im encourages divisiveness and tribal dis and disagreement. Um, that that was a choice. That was a very value laden choice. And you have that now the choice to do something else. You can say, hey, we should de-emphasize misinformation, propaganda, and anti-science uh, rhetoric. They could do that. Are they going to do that? I doubt it. Um she doesn't even realize that she is what she hates. <laughs> She's saying that Facebook shouldn't be doing this. And then she, in the same breath, is, is doing this very thing of stopping free speech and, and controlling humanity. And what, and, and what she doesn't even realize is that she's saying, oh, we shouldn't have it where, where Facebook is controlling the people. But what she, what she clearly doesn't realize is if, if she were to get her way and that everyone were vaccinated with some kind of chip that is required for us to be able to go to the grocery store or whatever. And then if, if, if then they're, they're basically a robot DNA robot for the state. I mean, how much more of a robot could you be that takes it from the Facebook level to a, in, to complete utter control. The, the girl doesn't even understand that. And so I, you know, I, I appreciate that she's trying to, you know, but they always, everybody always feels like oh, we're trying to help humanity and everybody, though, you know, what helps humanity is free speech. That's what helps humanity is freedom of speech. That's, that's why we have it. 
as a, on the Bill of Rights and 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 in our constitution. So I want you to see that. Um, and so there's the other thing that we're talking about, I, I thought was really helpful and it's it's um, important. Okay, so you have your Facebook. Let's say if you come to this particular friend of yours on their page on Facebook, or you go to you know that and you see the posts that they have made, that is a safer place to go rather than just have the feed. People watch that feed and they are feeding you whatever they want you to see. They'll they'll hide certain posts and, and, and emphasize other posts just like she just said. And so, and then they might put in some posts that are totally from a separate source that is just like, well, I don't even know how this got in the feed. And you may not even realize why you're seeing what you're seeing in this in this stream of information. And as she was saying, that it will cause people to be this division in our society. Okay. That's what they that's what they do. And to, you know, it so they gave a really good idea because there it was a really gr great discussion. But they didn't realize that the person who's leading the discussion, Katie Couric, is CIA, and this, that the F, that Facebook is a CIA operation to control the people. They didn't even realize that. I don't think any of them realize that. They don't realize that they're pawns in this big game. And Katie Couric is acting like she's just having a, a discussion and leading a discussion and asking questions when she is CIA and she realizes, you know, she knows that this is a CIA operation to control humanity. Anyway, but yeah, so they said a really good idea is to trade phones, trade Facebook feeds with someone and just see what they're being fed. So you may have problems with a, problem, a friend of yours or, a, or someone in your family, and you may not realize what they're being fed on a daily basis. <laughs> hate your mother, <laughs> hate your hate your friend, despise the, anyone who comes out against the backs, you know what, or hate Q or whatever. They're they're they're, they're likely seeing something. You're like, oh, well, I can understand why you're freaked out all the time. I can understand why you're upset with me because this is what you're being fed on a daily basis. It's 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 mind control control on and on and on. It's a barrage of, of information. All right. So I wanted you to see that. And okay, we're going to jump in here. I'm going to talk to you about um, something really great from Galatians. And I don't know if many of you have read Galatians lately, but I, I was encouraging you guys to go in and read, for example, the book of Luke. And, and um, before we go in and read other books that they say were left out of the Bible, let's read the ones that are in the Bible already. And so I was encouraging you to read Matthew, Luke, and John, okay? And so you know, th this is an example of, of chapter five of Luke where he talks about the first disciples and this man who was healed of leprosy. And here's one about this man who was a paralyzed man that Jesus healed. And here's about Jesus calling a tax collector of all people, right? Um, well, what a cabal person, basically. Um, the discussion about fasting. So, you know, just, and then, you know, you can let's just let it, um, play it for you and you can listen to it. It's just really, really super cool. Easy to do. Discussion about the Sabbath. Again, a lot of these things you might not understand what's such a big deal if you're not really understanding the Old Testament and some of the Old Testament laws. We're going to talk about that here in a second. But anyway, at least this will help you to hear what Jesus had to say. So if you happen to read another book, someone says, oh, you need to believe in, you know, read this book of whatever. And it was left out of the Bible and we need to read it. And okay. Let's, I'm happy to research. Okay, that's fine. Um, I, but I'm very skeptical. Y'all know me. I'm very, very skeptical. If it's something that contradicts what Jesus has said clearly in here, then you go, not going with that. Okay, so just be very, very careful. Um, and it's, uh, it almost feels like people are, are all like, oh boy, I want to read these books that were left out of the Bible when they haven't maybe read, read what Jesus had to say that's in the Bible. Okay, so definitely do that. 
Please. <laughs> we'll keep you from being led down a bad path because who knows? Who knows what's being told on there? So, uh, anyway. all right. So, if you haven't read this already, also my book, which is for three dollars on um, on Amazon. This is End Times and a Thousand Years of Peace, where to piece together what's happening now and how it, it coincides with the Book of Revelation and and all the other prophecy from Daniel and Joel and Ezekiel and, and Habakkuk and all throughout, really, that the Lord promised that one day there would be a great awakening. He promised that one day all of humanity would rise up and they would find out what was going on and they would kick out the tyrants all together in mass. That's what's happening. And that's the end times in a thousand years of peace. Well, that's what we're headed toward. Actually, someone just said that and I, I gave my, the book to General Flynn. And so interesting, he just posted something about having a thousand years of peace. Oh, well, that was cool. <laughs> or a thousand years of something. Anyway, so that was pretty cool because this is a this is something that we want to get into the stream. And it looks like I'm going to go to Anaheim uh, because I, I'm trying to reach as you know, people and get this word out as much as absolutely possible. But anyway, and thank you for handing out those little papers uh, that were on uh, the battalion. So if you could hand those out just to help people come to grips with what's going on with the audit, what's going on with COVID, what's going on, what's truly the, the, the truth about end times, and just to help seed the thoughts of the people and, and to counteract what they're feeding the people in their Facebook feed and social media feed. All right. So I want you to see that definitely, you know, it's worth worth looking into to see what that is about and on this page right here on the freedomforce.live freedomforce.live you will see that this is the audiobook here so you can listen to it and uh, it will help you to piece together what is really going on all right so this is about galatians it's very important that we understand grace grace it's the most beautiful word in the world this is all about the lord jesus and so this is talked about in the book of Galatians, and you might not have even read it. So I'm going to read a little bit of it to you. Galatians chapter three. Oh, foolish Galatians, who has cast this evil spell on you? For the meaning of Jesus Christ's death was made as clear to you as if you had seen a picture of his death on the cross. Let me ask you this one question. Did you receive the Holy Spirit by obeying the law of Moses? Of course not. You received the spirit because you believed the message you heard about Christ. How foolish can you be? After starting your new lives in the spirit, why are you now trying to become perfect by your own human effort? Have you experienced so much for nothing? Surely it wasn't in vain, was it? Okay, so here it is. We, we, we give our lives to the Lord. He cleanses us. We begin to walk with him. We begin to have a relationship with him. We begin to talk with him and he talks with us and we, 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 we just follow his follow him in, uh, in obedience. I'm not talking about that we, you know, disobey the laws, but there are, <laughs> there's a big difference in the 600, there are 613 laws. When it's talking about the law of Moses, there are 613 laws. Look at this gigantic. It's how many, it's 36 pages. That's a lot of laws right there. There's a lot of laws. Okay. And so you are free you are free. These things, you know, some of them are what you would, you would normally think of, but some of these things are like, um, not to put milk with boil the milk in the, the meat in the milk. Okay. That was an old Testament law. 
that you maybe you've never even heard of. And I'm sure you've broken that law, you know, if you've had fettuccine or whatever, you know, so it's, it's, what was that? The reason for that, as I mentioned the other day, is that the Lord wanted them to keep separate from the other societies. He wanted them to be, to think of themselves separately, to dress differently, to um, eat differently, to have different festivals, because he, he, it was very important. They would be snuffed out if they intermarried, which we know that they ended up doing. If they were participated in the other cultures that were doing this, these sacrifices, okay, these satanic sacrifices, if they did, the whole society would have crumbled. They would have disappeared. If you remember with Noah, there were only eight people left. And the Lord says, I'm going to have to wipe out the whole earth because, and start over with you eight because you're just about disappearing. And that's why the Lord was kept them in a kind of in a little cocoon to keep them from getting snuffed out and, 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 um, uh, what's the word, um, diluted. Okay. Then after when the Lord Jesus came, he says, okay, now uh, we, we were, we were scattered and we began to, you know, the, the, in James, it talks about this letter is written to the scattered tribes. Even during the time of Assyria, they were scattered because it's time. It's it's time for us to um, to to take over the world. He says, "Go into all the world and preach the gospel. Go and 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 spread out." Okay, and he says that these things you, you don't have to continue to follow all these six hundred and thirteen rules anymore because there's enough of you so that it, it's you know we don't have to have to do that. Okay, so they had finally learned how to be a, a law unto themselves it, by the spirit of God. Okay, it, it says he says he he says I'll write my my laws on your heart. He, he says, you know, I want you to, I want you to follow me from the heart. And, and we've, we've learned how to do that. And then the, the Holy Spirit was poured out on all flesh. We have to have the spirit of God because following a bunch of rules and regulations is just no bueno. It is exhausting. It is too much. You know, some of these things are simple, but it's like, okay, you've got to rest on the Sabbath. So if you've done something on the Sabbath, you're, you know, if you're following the law, you got to keep it all. Okay, so when I read this, I want you to understand what it's talking about, you know, to rest on the seventh day of Passover. You may not even know when Passover is. So now you've broken all these laws. If you break one law, then you've broken all of them. Okay, it's 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 not just what, you know, something that you would normally think of or like, yes, take care of your body. Yes, eat healthy food. That's not what it's talking about. These there's six hundred and thirteen. That's a lot, you know, not to eat leaven after midday on the 14th of Nisan. Clearly, that was something that the Lord had for this certain specific time period for this the, these people to follow to stay together. Does that make sense? If you, I've got, I've posted this on the Telegram Freedom Force Battalion. If you haven't seen it, okay, right over here, okay, I'm right here, Freedom Force Battalion. I posted it, so you can you can you know read it on there and and learn about it. And I'll I'll put this on the link on uh, FreedomForce.live. Let's see, I will call this um, Big Tech. This one's going to be called Big Tech. So, you know, if you want to read through there, if you can't find the one on the Telegram app. But yeah, so all these, there's so many, so many laws. Okay. All right. Um, now, um, so we are not ever keeping the law to be pleasing in his sight. That is not, that's not what makes us pleasing in his sight. Thank you, Lord. That would be impossible. We are pleasing in his sight because of our faith in Christ, because of what he did for us on the cross. And that 
sets us free from this burden of all these rules and regulations, just like in our society right now, the rules and regulations are literally destroying our society because that's how they keep us clamped down. That whole clamp down deal is what the Lord does not want. He wants us to be free. He says, we've been set free by the law of Christ, the law of liberty, this law of his, he loves us and just walking with him. We know in our hearts, he wants us to know from our hearts, what is, what is the right thing to do and just follow him by our hearts. Okay. I ask you again, does God give you the Holy spirit and work miracles among you because you obey the law? Of course not. It's because you believe the message you heard about Christ. It's because you knew Christ died for my sins. He went to the cross for me and I put my faith in him. And he, then he comes to dwell within me by his spirit. Okay. And he leads me literally, literally in the same way, Abraham believed God and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. The real children of Abraham then are those who put their faith in God. Same, that's us. The, we are the true children of Abraham. I've read this verse to you before. So Abraham believed and God says, you are righteous because of that. Not because you follow all the, these, these rules weren't even there when, it, when Abraham was there. He didn't have all these 613 rules way back in Abraham's time. So it's, it's that we have the same faith as Abraham. We believe God. We walk with him. We uh, follow what he, you know, what he puts in our hearts and, and, Okay. And, and, and I know someone could say, well, someone could drive a Mack truck through that and say, oh, well, I think that God's leading me to do, you know, something bad. You know what, then that's on you. (laughs) If you're going to pull that, right. What's more, the scriptures look forward to a time when God would make the Gentiles non-Israelites right in his sight because of their faith. God proclaimed this good news to Abraham long ago when he said all nations will be blessed through you through you. So all who put their faith in Christ share the same blessing Abraham received because of his faith. But those who depend on the law to make them right with God, to to make them pleasing in God's sight are under his curse. For the scriptures say curses everyone who, who does not observe and obey all the commandments that are written in God's book of the law. That's a, that's heavy. That's heavy duty. You can either be under the law or you can be under grace. Your pick. I'll go with grace. Thank you. So it's clear that no no one can be made right with God by trying to keep the law. But the scriptures say it is through faith that a a righteous person has life. We we live by faith. That's what gives us life. That's what keeps that burden off of us. You you know, we're not doing this to, to be right in his sight. We're right in his sight because of Christ, because of what Christ did on the cross for us. His great love for us that he said, I will die in your place. This way of faith is very different from the way of the law, which says it is through obeying the law that a person has life. But Christ has rescued us from the curse pronounced by the law. When he hung on the cross, he took upon himself the curse for our wrongdoing. For it is written in the scriptures, curses everyone who hung on a tree. That's exactly, he took that curse for us and set us free. Through Jesus Christ, God has blessed the Gentiles with the same blessing he promised to Abraham so that we who are believers might receive the promise, the promised Holy Spirit through faith. Isn't that great? So it was the, it was the time for us to be scattered because God was pouring out his spirit on these who had formerly been these Baal worshipers. And then they were able to be transformed that those societies were able to be transformed because look, look at what is happening now. We recoil at the thought of what these people do, right? There's only a small, small percentage compared to Noah's day when the majority, vast majority thought this was absolutely fine. 
Okay. Dear brothers and sisters, here's an example from everyday life. Just as no one can set aside or amend the irrevocable agreement, so it is in this case. God gave the promises to Abraham and his child. And notice that the scripture doesn't say to his children as if it meant many descendants. Rather, it says to his child. And that, of course, means Christ. This is what I'm trying to say. The agreement God made with Abraham could not be canceled 430 years later when God gave the law uh, to Moses. God would be breaking his promise. For if the inheritance could be received by keeping a law, then it would not be the result of accepting a God's promise. God graciously gave it to Abraham as a promise. Remember what he's saying? When Abraham believed God, our, the great father of our faith, when he believed God, the, there, was no, there was no law. There weren't 10 commandments. There weren't 613. He believed God and he was, it was, he was counted righteousness because of his faith. Okay. And we have the same faith as Abraham. Okay. Now you're free to eat this food or not eat that food. You're free to, to do whatever you want to on the Passover. You're free. Okay. And it, you can, you can boil the, the meat in the, in the milk if you want to, if you don't want to, that's fine too, but let's not let it become a law. Okay. This is not what, this is not what it's, you know, because then that's what it means when it says you've fallen from grace. Fallen from grace is not saying <laughs> this person slept with his, this person's wife. That's fallen from grace is not that you've got, as I said, you either have, you're under the law or you're under grace. Okay. So, so it says here, let me see if there's another portion I was going to read to you. Why then was the law given? It was given alongside the promise to show people their sins. But the law was designed to last only until the coming of the child who was promised. God gave his law through angels, ministers, to Moses, who was the mediator between God and the people. And now a mediator is helpful if more than one party must reach an agreement. But God, who is one, did not use a mediator when he gave his promise to Abraham. Is there a conflict then between God's law and God's promises? Absolutely not. If the law could give us new life, we could be made right with God by obeying it. But the scriptures declare that we are all prisoners of sin. So we receive God's promise of freedom only by believing in Jesus Christ. So I'm telling you right now, this is a very good time for me to say this because I don't really talk about this very much. But, you know, I talked about this as a missionary for these past 10 years to help these kids to not walk in fear, not walk in um, uh, uh, guilt, but to receive this new life in Christ, receive this forgiveness and say, I'm putting off the old ways. I'm putting off this old life and I'm going to walk in this forgiveness, in this great relationship and this joy of this open fellowship with the father and, and, and not feel this weight of burden, of guilt, of shame, of all that. So this is a wonderful, this is the most amazing promise we're not under the curse of the law of you did this wrong and you did that wrong. You are forgiven. If you, if you choose, if you choose grace, if you choose grace, then you are forgiven. You are set free from all of this. All right. But, uh, but the way of faith in Christ was available to us. We were, we were placed under guardian. I'm sorry, before the way of faith in Christ was available to us, we were placed under guard by the law. We were kept in protective custody, so to speak, until the way of faith was revealed. Let me put it this way. The law was our guardian until Christ came. It protected us until we could be made right with God through faith. And now that the way the faith has come, we no longer need the law as our guardian. 
for you are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. And all who've been united with Christ in baptism have put on Christ, like putting on, on new clothes. You know, put off the old clothes, put on the new clothes, put off the old life, put on this new life. You're no longer, there's no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male or female. You are all one in Christ Jesus. I wish the church would stop this whole thing about just like this, focusing on this little group of people in the Middle East that they are saying that these are the Jews. We are all one in Christ. We are all in, uh, have Abraham as our father by faith. Okay. But they want to do this more for division and uh, and to take away so many promises. When you read the Bible and it says this is a promise to the Israelites, that's a promise to you. That's a promise for you. That's a promise for me. It's not just for this little group of people in the Middle East. And now that you belong to Christ, you are the true children of Abraham. You are his heirs. And God's promise to Abraham belongs to you. I would love to read the Hall of, Genesis, uh, of Galatians. I would really encourage you to do so. But yes, yeah, so it's, it's kind of, I think of it this way. You know how there are some people and they're going to do wrong. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you do. And so you have to have laws in place because otherwise they'll just do who knows what they might end up doing the law is there but you know if you're not gonna you're not a lawbreaker you don't really need the law there that says not to kill somebody because you're not going to kill somebody okay the law is really only there to just stop the evil okay but when someone has the spirit of god they don't need all that I hope that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. Anyway, so yeah, uh, but definitely, definitely read read this and listen. It might take you know a couple of times to, to really get it locked in. And you might think, well, that's not really what we're you know needing to worry about right now because we're just worried about trying to win this battle. And I understand that. I understand that. But there are currently, I see things that are happening. They're getting people under this. Uh, they, they always are trying to put us under this bondage. And that's what Galatians is about. It's trying to keep you from being under this bondage. And so that's, you know, it's, it's really helpful. Okay. Um, in more ways than you can realize. All right. So I, I just want to show you, this is an important part right here. Abraham's two children is talking about um, these two covenants. There was, you know, Abraham had, had Ishmael and he also had Isaac. Ishmael represents those who are under this law. Okay, and you, that you see that there, there are people you have to wear the whole get up and all these rules and regulations of it. They can't eat this and they can't eat that and they can't do whatever. Whereas we are the children of Isaac, the children of the promise where we are free. We don't have to wear the mask. We don't have to wear the get up. We can eat whatever you want you know, and, and we are free. So it's it's uh, it's it's talking about, you know, that. Ishmael is represented by like Mount Sinai. Mount Sinai is where the law was given. And then, and then, um, and then Sarah is represented by Jerusalem, which is a, is a, uh, the place that represents peace and faith. All right. So then the last part I wanted to show you real quick in, Gen in Galatians five, as you read through, this is where it talks about, you know, if you're just, if you're worried about keeping this law, you've fallen from grace, you've fallen from grace, you're outside of grace and you're not going to be getting the, the, the strength and the joy in, in that relationship, if you're just worried about following all this, these rules and regulations, it just, it cuts you off from that life-giving power of the, of the spirit of God. We who live by the spirit eagerly wait to receive faith by the righteousness of God that God has promised to us. We're constantly receiving of his grace, okay, by faith, not by the law. Okay, I hope that's helpful. I hope that's helpful. All right, I'm going to show you one other quick, super quick thing, and that is 
What does this remind you of? I sing this stuff all the time. A Mason. Have y'all ever seen that before? A Mason. A secret society. A group that is running the world in every organization all over the world. A Mason. And then you'd see the little, the little, this little grin right here. It's a smirk. It's like that. It's like, you don't even realize what we're doing to you. And it's a smirk. Yeah, that's what that is. It's a little smirk like, yep, we're going <laughs> to destroy them with a Mason. All right. So um, the other thing is this TikTok. I had really only thought that TikTok was about, um, you know, like I said, the dancing and whatever. And then thinking that maybe there was not something that was that good. But I'll tell you, patriots are going in there and they're using it for good. And somehow or another, they're getting this truth out there, here and there. So yay, go, go patriots. It's just so cool to see that we are using every one of their things, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or whatever, uh, of course, now Rumble and BitChute and, and, and Telegram and even TikTok for, to, to help spread the truth. We are truly the Joel army that, that we go over the walls and through the windows. We go through TikTok, we go through Twitter, we go through every which way. And so a good friend of mine is, uh, has been uh, awakened to uh, what's going on a lot through that. The only piece that some people, it's a hard pill to swallow that, that, that red pill that says the, the American Medical Association is in on it. The Facebook is CIA. All these, all these operations are part of this criminal cabal to harm us. That's a, that's a tough pill to swallow. And if someone would, whenever someone finally takes that pill, and realizes these people are the ones who are our enemy and it's not each other. It's not the COVID. It's not the, it's not the, uh, even the election. It's the criminals who are leading it. Once we all take that pill, then it's game over. So there's a lot of truth coming out in this thing. So let's help to get people to connect the dots that who is really leading Facebook. Is this just something that, oh, that, that Zuckerberg is choosing? Or is this something that is, is the cabal driven? Is the media just that they are free to just put whatever they want on the news? Or is there other 4 a.m. talking points from the cabal that tells them what they're supposed to say? It, it's all, you know, is, is uh, the masks just a choice that the people in the government makes make? No, it's come straight from the cabal in, in order to lock down humanity and to control us and on and on I could go, the border, the vaccine, and all these things. And once we realize they're our enemy, sadly, it's a tough pill. That's the red pill that it's like, oh, you can't go back and take the blue pill after you know that, after you know that. But it's a hard thing to accept because you want you want to trust these people. You want to trust doctors. You want to trust the government. You want to trust that you want to like these Hollywood people. You want you know this to be good, but yeah, not. All right, so yeah, I just wanted to make sure you are aware that TikTok is is being used by the Patriots. All right, so the last thing is um, Lindell said that the Cyber Symposium is going to happen on, I want to say, um, August 14th. They're going to have that Cyber Symposium, so you might want to check that out on Rumble on Bannon's War Room. He's just such a great Patriot. I love to listen to Lindell. 
Bannon, all of them are just doing such a great job. I think that's everything. Um, here is the Freedom Force uh, Live, where you can go to the playlist and you can see all these playlists. They're almost all tidied. I've been <laughs> working on them. Oh my goodness, it's just such a it's yeah, it's a lot of videos over here. But if you want to find out what the truth is about Revelation, there's a playlist there. How this is biblical, 279 videos there. Um, health videos, lost tribes of Israel there. Uh, and then it's just every time you learn another piece of truth, it's just this, the, the, the error sloughs off and you get freer. All these rules and regulations, all these deceptions falling off one at a time. It's very, very exciting. Archaeological discovery is so exciting. The biblical astronomy, this is the day the Lord told us in the heavens. He told us. Let's pray. Thank you so much, Lord, for all the patriots and how hard everybody's working. Thank you that you're helping everybody come out of all this deception. Thank you, Lord, that your promise is that we won't have deception for a thousand years. Lord, until we get to that spot, just help us to find ways to, to reach our friends and our neighbors and maybe people we'll never even meet, never even know, just with, with these, these little red pills, these little pink pills, somehow to help them connect the dots that the ones who are in power are the, are the very ones who've been harming us. Oh, Lord, help us. Give us the power. Give us the strength to swallow that, choke that down, that difficult truth. And uh, Lord, just give us the words to say. Show us what you would have us to do, whether it's handing out papers or doing a TikTok or whatever it is, sharing this video, whatever it is. Oh, Lord, I thank you for our battalion. I pray that you would give us this great joy, knowing that you are so pleased with us. And it's not because we followed a bunch of rules and regulations and laws, but because you love us and that we follow you by our uh, by your spirit that you've put in our hearts. Thank you that we are not under this, this uh, under the, the law, but we're living in this beautiful place of grace. Thank you for your word so that we know what is the truth and we can just be at total, total peace, trusting you. Uh, thank you for our wonderful president. We thank you for all the Q people, all the Q army. Uh, we just ask your, your blessing on each one. And we pray all these things in your great name, King Jesus. We love you. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> I love you guys. And I will talk to you later.